The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's May 26th. It's 529. We're overachieving. We're trying too hard. <laughs> Cha-ching. Do we get a raise for early? I, you always say no, but I think this is a worthy cause. We're over. We're, we're, we're tryhards. We're hardos. We're oh. trying way too hard right now. We're a minute early. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else you should try hard on? <laughs> um, making sure that your birthday is in all of your restaurant apps <gasps> to get your free stuff. Do you... Do you have a birthday coming up? I do. It's in July. Oh. But I just was thinking about when you had your birthday in February, mm-hmm. and then they were like, nah, you can't add your birthday now. You have to add it at least a month before your birthday. Yeah. And so now I have a fear that like June is coming, <laughs> and I'm going to mess up and forget to, to put my birthday in and not get free nachos. That is very smart of you. Yeah, I think it varied from like a week before to a month before. So this is top of mind. This is very good. Yeah, yeah. So, Sean, I might not be present for a little while this morning. <laughs> while I try and open up all my apps, remember my passwords, and start putting my birthday Yeah, in. we're going to Google restaurants in Fort McMurray and just download all the apps right yeah. now. <laughs> give me all those free nachos, free Sundays. What else do they give? Smoothies, too? Smoothies, donuts, sure. coffees, everything. Get on it. <laughs> 5 a.m. Confessions. I have a weird obsession with plucking my nose hairs. <laughs> plucking them? With my fingers. No... Oh my gosh, this just gets worse and worse. Yeah, like, I can kind of feel them. I'm hairy, dude, so I can kind of feel them when they're, like, on the verge of coming out of my nose and being gross. Yeah. And then so I'll just, like, kind of take my fingers and, like, pinch my nose up, like, just, like, bring my nose up with my face. <laughs> and and then and then I just, I, I, I for some reason, I hated it. Well, I, I was hairy when I was, like, 13, so yeah. I got used to it, like, real early, and now I've just been doing it for, like, decades okay. of just plucking my own nose hairs with my fingers. But your fingers don't even have, like, nails. Like, you're, you are very trimmed, so how are you doing this? Like, do you just have really grippy fingerprints? Decades of experience, you know, just uh, learning how to latch on. And you haven't thought about investing in a pair of tweezers? I have. But then every, I forget all the time. I was like, why pay for it when I, when I have my own finger tweezers? Have you thought about, you know, a pair of scissors? Like, what? Look Sciz- at your face. Scissors? In my nose? Fingers up your nose? Like Everyone does it. Okay, but I'm talking about like a tiny little pair of scissors that would just be like a little nose trimmer. Or, or those ones that spin. Those look terrifying to me. Like, I do have an attachment for my, uh, for my beard trimmer. But then it cuts them almost too short, and so then you it's can't prick- grab a hold of them anymore. No, and then it's prickly, because <laughs> then it like instead of the nose hairs being like almost at the brim of my nose, the nose hairs get trimmed like halfway up. So then the growing, <laughs> the growing of the nose hairs just like tickles the inside of the nose like for a month. You know that saying where they say like, "Oh, don't shave." your legs or whatever because then they'll grow back thicker and darker yeah. like i wonder if your nose hairs because they've been plucked so many times have turned into beard hairs oh probably and they're just like we're wiry and really really sick. probably why they're so easy to grab now <laughs> <laughs> i've come into some grape tomatoes mm. yeah yeah that dollar 49 mm. sale the other day yeah. that ring it rung a bell i was like well yes this makes sense yeah it's stocked up on those And yesterday, while I was kind of tidying up my fridge, I was like, oh, man, I already 
had some grape tomatoes. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big grape tomato buyer. I don't usually seek them out. How long do they last for? Not long, like a week, maybe. A week, okay. Yeah, they yeah. don't they don't have a very big shelf life, mm-hmm. and so I was like, I need to do something with these. How many containers did you buy again? Um, I bought three. Oh yeah, so you need a big <laughs> a big recipe with grape tomatoes, and uh, so I remembered the TikTok pasta. Remind me about, isn't it like chunks of cheese and tomatoes or something? Yeah, it's a brick of feta cheese, (laughs) olive oil, and then basically like a whole container of grape tomatoes. And you put like some red pepper flakes in it, cook it in the oven for Mm. 40 minutes at 400. Yeah. Then you take it out and stir in basil leaves. Right. And then you stir in pasta and right. call it a day. What kind of pasta did you use? Uh, penny. Mm, I'm actually, my stomach's growling It right was so good, Sean. I've never made this pasta, and I, I actually had some spinach that also needed to go, Ooh. and so I stirred that into it as well. Oh, I'm going to make this all the time. I'm adding it to the rotation. <laughs> this TikTok pasta that went viral two years ago, I'm yeah. jumping on board. That's amazing that a recipe from the social media actually like turned out to be one that works. Amazing as well that the video is only about 15 seconds long. You get a whole recipe in 15 seconds. Oh, no. Didn't have to like look at measurements or anything because it was just like pour the package of grape tomatoes in, put the brick of feta in, wow. call it a day. Great. Highly recommend. Yeah, I might have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sean, you uh, made voting sound so fun and so quick and easy. Figured I should go do it, too. Did you? <laughs> Just as quick? Where'd you go to? Yeah, I went to the Comfort Inn in Gregoire, and um, I usually vote on voting day, mm-hmm. which would be Monday. But when you said, like, oh, I hate lines, I remembered that I have stood in line for an hour and a half waiting oh. to vote. And so I was like, you know what? That three-minute thing that you touted, that sounded nice. Uh, my husband... Never gotten to vote in an election before um, in Canada. Yeah. He's American. And thankfully, last June, we finally got to make him a citizen. So he's lived in Canada for nine years. And uh, 700 million papers filled out, 200 forms. How many dollars have we spent put it, getting this guy to be a permanent resident? And then, you know, it's like $700 to become a citizen. Like, yeah. it's not cheap. Um, but yesterday, it all paid off. Ah. He came with me. It was so easy. His first time ever voting. And it's still, we are only in that voting room for five minutes. We got him all signed up. And we voted. Then we walked out, took our picture, and left. It is like, oh, it's that easy? <laughs> it is that easy, which is so crazy. So I hope that everybody hears this and says, ah, yes, I should go vote. And if you have time today, advanced polls are still on right now. That's right. Yeah, advanced polls are still open. I actually came across some stats as of 10 hours ago. Uh, 461,000 people have casted their advanced vote in three days, which wow. is incredible. Yeah. That's 66% of 2019 advanced votes. That's 24% of all votes casted in 2019. And that 461,000 is 16.5% of all eligible voters. So uh, encouraging, I would say. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And we'll see what happens on Monday. You know, I was listening to just an expert chatting and they were saying, I don't know how this is going to go. I think it might take a little while for them to come out with the correct Ooh. numbers. I think it might take a couple days, maybe a week. And I was like, what? Whoa. Oh my gosh. So well, it's going to be a late night. I got a work election <laughs> night. Yeah. Hey. hey, I'll expect you in at 3.30 the next morning though, Sean. Don't I'm not forget. going home probably. I'm just staying here. I'll bring a cot. <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> so many of the social media apps have a close friend option now mm. where you can limit who sees 
what you post and when? Yes, and Instagram has like that green circle around it. <laughs> so you know you're in the inner circle. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried it uh, anywhere at all until last night. Oh. I did the Instagram. You were on it. You saw it? I did see it. And I saw that there was a green circle around it. And I had never seen it before. And I was like, <gasps> am you... I special? Does Sean consider me a close friend? You've never been on a close friend before? No. I've, I have other friends that are oh. close friends. I always feel very special. But to see yours, oh. it was just so don't care, laissez-faire attitude <laughs> to add me to your close friends. I was like, I need to not make a big deal out of this or he'll get me out of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send you a screenshot of putting you off my close yeah, friends list because you're annoying. Jesus, <laughs> I, like, I really considered liking it and then I was like, nope, it's not a big deal. Don't do anything. <laughs> Play cool. Play cool. <laughs> cool. It's a it's a weird pro it is a weird process to do a close friends post. Really? Well maybe just to initiate your list first. And so I went to the close friends thing and it gave me a suggested list of about 80 people, and then I could pick and choose from those 80. And I'm like, oh. why can't I choose from, say, I follow, I have my Instagram in front of me, 587 people. I, I follow 587. Why don't I have my full 587 in front of me? Why do I have a suggested 80? Probably because Instagram was like, these are the 80 people that send you memes and reels in your inbox, and you laugh back at them. <laughs> That's also what I'm assuming. It's like these accounts are active. You interact with them and trust us. We have the algorithm. We know type of thing. We know that you don't actually care about those other 400 accounts that you follow. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, we never show you them anyway. So yeah. you don't even know you're following them anymore. Who's missing from this list of only 80 out of 500? Who knows? Doesn't matter. It's so true. It's so true. So then I went through it and it was like you added 20 to 30 people. I was like... I think there's some more people I want on my close friends. So then I went to my 587, and then you, I literally scrolled through. I was bored last night. Uh, <laughs> really? I went to 587, clicked on all the profiles I wanted to add, and then go to their individual profile. And then where it says following, it has a drop-down box. You can close friend, add to favorites, mute, restrict, and unfollow on that drop-down. Wow. And so I went individually to all these and just added like 80 people to my close friends. Tell me, Sean, make me feel really special. Was I in the first 80 that Instagram showed you, or did you actually have to click on me after? Yeah, we're in posts all the time. So Instagram definitely said you're in there. And for anyone, if you're hearing this and you didn't get a close friends, Donate to my fund and maybe you will <laughs> be added. Fund? What is this fund? Where can we find the link? Uh, I'll give you my e-transfer. <laughs> hey, Sean, you know where Arendelle is? No. Sounds Australian. <laughs> How about Austrian? Austrian. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> it actually doesn't exist. It's just in oh. the movie Frozen. Trick question. <laughs> like, oh, do you know where Hobbin is? <laughs> no? Oh, because it doesn't exist, idiot. Okay. Okay. But there is a place called Hallstatt, and that is uh, what Arendelle is based off okay. of. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so people have been flocking to this place for years and years since Frozen came out because they want to get a selfie in front of right. the beautiful mountain views of this town across a, a <gasps> little pond lake thing. It's like our version of the Rocky Mountains. Exactly, exactly. How many of us have a picture standing in front of Lake Louise looking like we're the only folks there, but really there's about a thousand people on either side of us just waiting for their mm -hmm. chance to get in that spot. 
well, the town of Arendelle slash Halstead, uh, mad about it. There's Why? Because <laughs> they feel like there's too many tourists coming to their town and they're being noisy. Humble brag. Wow, your tourist dollars suck. <laughs> right? Well, this town decided that they were so tired of people taking selfies in front of their pretty little village that they were going to put up a wall. They put up a fence in front of the boardwalk to be like, Nah, can't get the best selfie. You'll have to go on either side of it. That's what, Yeah, you sent this over to me. It's like a giant pallet, essentially, is what it looks like. Yeah, it looks so ugly. So it was up for six days, and then they had to remove it because of social media backlash. Uh, <laughs> it makes sense. Like, just accept <laughs> that you live in a beautiful place, and people want to see it. Yeah, but then there's this place in Italy, Portofino, and apparently people, like, of course, got famous on Instagram. Hashtag, hashtag. Mm. Everybody wants to go and take pictures there. Yeah. And it is a town of only 400 people, and they can have upwards of 10,000 people a day Whoa. trying to get a photo in this spot. And they now have signs there that say, no waiting. And if you are caught waiting to take your selfie from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., you'll get a 270 euro fine. Kind of love it. A little petty, a little, yeah, I like it. They're like, you can come to our town, but don't you dare try and get another nice picture that just you're smiling in yeah. compared to the next guy smiling don't know, in. Don't wait outside of the scenic area. Spend, spend your waiting time in one of the businesses. Yeah. It's buying things. There you go. I see, I see the work around there. <laughs> On Wednesday, we got to see Frank, our friend from the SPCA, yeah. for the fourth time. Oh, man, what a dog. <laughs> He's so sweet. He's a big guy. And uh, we were saying he was about to pass his year mm -hmm. anniversary at the shelter, and that would have been yesterday. Mm -hmm. But yesterday afternoon. Frank made the region cry. <laughs> Essentially, everyone was having happy tears. For sure. So a um, wonderful couple named Gloria and Garth, oh. they heard Frank's plea on Wednesday morning. They were listening to the radio and they actually, um, unfortunately, lost their dog who was oh. 15 about 10 days ago. Wow. And they knew that they were going to have another dog, but they weren't sure they were ready. But mm -hmm. when they heard about Frank on Wednesday morning, they were like, that's our new dog. Oh, uh, yeah. It, th this is always the thing with dogs they just speak to you like i remember when my dog passed a while ago i was like ah, i don't know like it's gonna take years and stuff and then and then sometimes you just you meet a dog that's up for adoption especially if you go the route of rescuing and that's the route that you go and you see one and all of a sudden the dog just speaks to you and you're just like you know what we'll respectfully remember the one that passed but this one needs a home too and you help out and it just works in magical ways like that yeah and i got to meet gloria yesterday oh. and that's exactly what she said she said you know i opened my heart to my my former dog and i just loved him so much and i knew that he would want me to open my yes. heart to a new dog and and so we got to go and celebrate yesterday, <laughs> which was so cool. Frank got picked up around 2 o'clock, and the SPCA rolled out the red carpet for this dog. And the Bone and Biscuit donated a little gotcha oh. cake. Um, and I don't know. It was just such a party. All the entire staff who had been working with this dog for a year, basically he had become part of the family. He was the yeah. shelter dog. Um <laughs> He got to leave yesterday and drive away in a purple Jeep. Oh. Gloria and Garth had already gone out and bought Frank all new toys, new bed. They got him three different beds, she said, because they just wanted to make sure he had a spot to lay on every floor. And then she's like, and then, of course, he's going to lay in our bed, too. Like, yeah. he is ready to become... 
oh, I'm so happy king. for them. I love Frank so much, and I love that they share all of that together. And they're just going to have the best life, and I'm so happy. Yeah, you can go watch his adoption story over on our socials. We posted a video of Frank just just getting to eat his cake and and say <laughs> bye with his new family. So cool. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.